0: What's up everybody, It's your boy Yen Dumele here, and uh, happy Valentine's Day, at least that's the day you're going to be hearing this, you know, first I just want to thank you for even listening to this crazy podcast and sticking around, I wanted to talk about a couple things today, and so for this episode of the podcast, you know, what is the word I'm looking for in the spirit of Valentine's Day? I wanted to go over a few things that I felt were pretty important to me and what is love and how to maintain it. And you know, ju- not just what is love but what is a what is a healthy what is a healthy structure of love. And I also wanted to address the the mo- I think the most important thing that we're gonna talk about today is the very toxic and negative concept of fairy tale romance which I'll I'll get into in a moment. For this episode, I didn't want it to be just about me, or what I thought love was about. So I went around and asked a couple of people what love meant to them. Here's what they had to say. Those butterflies when you see somebody, those, you know, crazy feelings, you know, like that like, when you like look at somebody and they look at you back and it's just like, there's a connection. Love just means that, you know, somebody really cares deep down about you. And that uh, you know they'll do anything unconditionally for you, and won't you know like look at you for your shortcomings or like you know tear you down. Like they're just gonna build you up and take care of you. I think love has a lot of meanings, but for me it means like unconditional love. So I'm definitely working on that and receiving it and also giving it. So just being cognizant of people's flaws but loving them anyways because they everybody deserves love and deserves to feel special. Love to me means. Taking something from a lower condition, building it up, and turning it into something more beautiful than you last left it. That, to me, is is loving. Love means to me always supporting someone, always being around someone, always thinking the best of that person. Just believing them, believing in them, always looking at them in every perspective in a positive light. Giving them the benefit of the doubt just pushing through something that's tough together because at the end of the day you love them. I was born in like Ohana family so uh, what love means to me is just that connection between you and like your family because I think that's a really strong relationship. Money, chocolate, so sexy babies. (laughs) (laughs) but that's what love is ladies you know what you need to do hop on bumble hit a millionaire that's what you gotta do (laughs) get that money literally hit the jackpot that's what you gotta do love is like basically a feeling that's like how we perceive it love is like basically starts off as like then goes on to really like then love love is basically something that can't be broken or even like shaped like shaped like differently no matter what happens it's a more of an unconditional thing. I don't feel love can be conditional because to me that's not really love. Basically love is a feeling that you get when you really have a certain way you feel about somebody and it cannot be broken or misshapen in any way. What does love mean to you? Dang that's interesting. Wow you really just did that right now <laughs> My answer is not an answer, it's more sort of a perspective. Love it is an extremely uh, interpreted ideal that we have, you can have sensual contact with someone and say I love you in that moment, you can have a brother and say I love you, but those are all different things. right? You can have a dog and <laughs> love your dog, but it's still the, it's that feeling. Uh, I, I don't know how to explain it, it's it's that energy, it, it's that strong foundation that keeps you intertwined with someone or, or something, that, the passion. It's. It's love. <laughs> love means to me when you care about them and support them um, through everything in life and yeah that's what love means to me. I mean love comes in all emotions like anger, happiness. That's so good. Like it's not just one thing but yeah love, love makes you do crazy things too. Love to me mm-hmm means that you have an affection, you have a care, you have a value, you have a cherishing of someone that exceeds reason, that exceeds rationale, that exceeds merit, that does not depend on, upon your mental state, but it is, it's a constant feeling that you choose to embrace because you have felt it. It's a feeling that is more powerful than any other. Love is a beautiful combination of words and actions. To say or hear I love you, is amazing but to say or hear i love you that's followed up with day-to-day actions not with poems and flowers and candy and massages but through support and loyalty honesty that is love love is when you can see the beauty in a person even in their sad ugly and their angry moments that you can still find them beautiful that is love yeah let's go let's go ahead and let's go ahead and talk for a minute so what is love? Like, love, obviously, is a very strong and powerful emotion. And in some ways, it's very beautiful. And in other ways, it can be very painful. As in, when you fall in love with someone or you start you start loving another person, that, you know, it isn't, this isn't even just for the aspects of the relationship, like loving a family member or loving a close friend. If anything ever happens between you or you notice there's conflict to the point where y'all are falling apart it can be very difficult it can be very difficult and there's various factors and aspects that lead to a loving relationship falling apart and so healthy love is having an equal level of commitment appreciation communication and honesty between both sides and working consistently to maintain that level of communication, honesty, and appreciation, and all that. And following up on that whole point about equal effort and commitment is that it has to again go both ways. And for and for me, I'm going to be talking since a, a relationship with a man and a woman. And so you know, not doing you're not doing a lot, enough for this relationship, or you're not bringing enough to the table. You need to do more. You need to do more. You need to do more. And it has to that you know it's like what are what are you doing what are you providing for me like i need to know that you're going to be by my side i need to know that you're going to support me maybe not financially but if if i need someone to seriously talk to or someone that i can trust that i can come to you and, and i know that even in our worst situations that i can rely on you that's the shit that matters and so it's not it's it's very again it can't be one-sided and it goes for both men and and women you both have to step into the relationship putting not not your best foot forward it's not about putting your best foot forward no one gives a fuck about your best foot forward yeah it feels great at the moment bullet it's not about putting your best foot forward it's about putting a foot forward it's about taking that risk taking that step and showing the other person that you genuinely care about them and will work to be with them and maintain A healthy relationship with them not just oh you need to do more for me you also have to ask what more can I do for you it goes both ways and when conflicts do inevitably come because you know no relationship this is the other thing no relationship is perfect it is not happy 24 7 I don't give a fuck who told you how well their love life is or if they're with someone that it's all sun sunshine and rainbows for them non-stop they're the biggest fucking liars on the planet love is not perfect when you have a deep connection to someone you have a deep relationship with a person you're going to fight you're gonna you're gonna be conflicted with them you're gonna have problems you're gonna have situations It is just that isn't even about love and friendships and relationships that is just life problems are going to be thrown at you regardless so That's one thing I I definitely want to clear up. But, you know, as far as having a healthy level of love goes, it really comes down to an equal level of effort from both sides. It really does. And if you notice that 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 level of effort and that level of communication or consistency in your relationship is starting to lack, a big mistake that a lot of people made and I have made in the past is that sweep it under the rug. We ignore it. We bottle up our emotions about it and put it to the side as if oh it's it's either it's not a big deal or it doesn't matter i don't want to talk about it kind of thing and it's very very bad to do that you have to address situations as they come and go and be honest about how you feel about them if the person that you're with or the person that you care about did something that you didn't like or you didn't appreciate or didn't entirely agree with don't just silently simmer on the side being flustered and angry about it because the other thing is is that when you're with a person that you care about you expect them to read your mind you expect them to already know what you think they did wrong and that's not that's not how any human human being works not even the smartest person on the planet can always understand what's going on through your head and so you have to take that mature action to say hey can we sit down and talk about this i i feel and you know even if you're really upset with the person and what they did don't berate them i don't even know if that's the proper word the proper word berate but don't antagonize them i think i think that's a better word to say don't antagonize them don't make them feel like shit don't be overly aggressive and hostile about it you have to come to the conversation and the situation with a clear and level head and that's very difficult to do but you'll get a much better solution coming to the problem with a clear head and coming from a place of understanding and logic instead of pure emotion and anger or just being upset and, and wanting to tell your side of the story and you got you got, you got to you gotta sit down and talk with them and just tell them hey I understand you said or did a B and C and I didn't appreciate that or I didn't agree with that I feel like we need to do this differently or we you could have said this differently and I'm, and I'm upset about that and then once you tell your side you got to listen to what your partner is saying Because a lot of times, especially in situations that are very uncomfortable to talk about or address, we hear what the other person is saying, but we don't listen. We're just waiting for our turn to talk because we're so pent up in our own opinions of the situation. And that's another thing that leads to uh, relationship dissolving as well. Or or, um, love dissolving between two people is this, this whole idea of... I, I'll let them talk, I'll let them rant. I'm just waiting for my turn to speak. Don't just wait for your turn to speak. You have to genuinely understand where the other person's coming from. Because two people never walk the same shoes. Everybody is unique in their own lives and their own challenges and in the, in their own experiences that they face. And so, you know, the deer and the hunter never tell the same story. And with that mentality, when you're in a relationship and you're dealing with a conflict or, or a problem, you have to understand that both of you are expressing your feelings and your opinions about it. It doesn't mean that, you know, either side is better or I'm right, you're wrong kind of thing. Listen to what the other person is discussing and truly understand their perception about what's going on or the situation that y'all are in. and. Truly try to try to see it from their side now, the the only exception of you know Where it's like I'm right you're wrong kind of thing is is, is cheating But that's a, that's a whole whole different ballpark and I feel as if you know not I'm not gonna go about I'm not gonna go on about cheating for too long but I will say this if you're in a relationship with someone and you Cheated on them or the person you were with cheated on you then I, I gotta say, you have to you have to reevaluate how uh, how you actually value yourself. It's not even about whether or not you value the other person, because clearly, you, clearly you didn't value the other person enough because you fucking cheated on them. And in that situation, you need to start really taking you re- need to start seriously taking a look at the mirror and understanding. What are you missing in your own life, internally, and maybe externally, but mostly internally? What about you and your life and your personality is so out of control that you felt the need to betray the love and trust of someone else? I really want you to sit with that for a moment. You know, and that's uh, that's as far as I'll go into the whole topic of cheating, but... You know, as far as, as far as what love is and what and how to maintain it, like I said, equal effort and equal level of respect. Because if it, if it starts getting one-sided or it starts feeling one-sided, and one per person is putting more effort into maintaining the relationship and caring about the other person than the other one is, that's how things fall apart. And they start they start rapidly falling apart when you don't communicate those problems. Not just communicate the problems, but communicate them in a healthy manner. Like I said, you have to have the discussion, but don't have it from a place of if you're feeling if you're feeling pissed off. Like, take a moment, or even if you start the conversation with a clear head and being calm, and things start to escalate, tell them, hey, I feel like things are getting a little overly intense right now. Like, I understand I'm upset. I understand you're upset. Why don't we just take a breather and then come back to this conversation? And then come back with a clear head, and and really try to figure the shit out. Really try to figure out what the root of the problem is, and then go from there. And what love has taught me, as far as relationships and everything goes, is that you may not be meant to be with someone forever, but you're meant to have that person in your life. You're meant to cross paths with that person. I am big under the belief of everything happens for a reason. We may not completely understand those reasons for every single event that goes on with our life or every person that, that comes our way, but I do believe that certain things, if not everything, happens with a purpose when you meet someone and you fall in love with them or you get into a relationship with them, you ultimately learn a lot more about yourself through the relationship and the experiences that you have with that person. And then you gotta take those life lessons and the values that you got out of it and move forward with life. Because, and this is gonna lead into uh, my, my main topic, which is you know media, social media and society and entertainment and film have perpetuated this very toxic idea of this fairy tale romance. I mean, we always see and hear about these stories where they've created this concept that you have this soulmate. You have this, the one. And you know, I believed that for, for a long time, and a part of me still does, but there's this concept that you have this one soulmate, this one person that's absolutely perfect for you. They're made in your image. They're made exactly how you want them to be and how they should be. And you'll have a conflict or a falling out break up and things go south but in the end you get your happily ever after you end up together married and all is well kind of deal and that is a very dangerous mentality that has been taught and ingrained to us because it pushes this idea of holding on to and attaching to people who as i said may have not meant to be in your life permanently recognize we need to normalize the idea that it is okay to love someone and be in a relationship with them and if things don't work out for me my my situation my situation with moving on was that i wasn't happy with how things ended i really went out of my way to end my relationship on good terms and unfortunately uh my my ex-girlfriend didn't see it that way and i wanted to show her that you know i still cared about her i still still wanted her to be happy, I wanted the best for her, and I still wanted to be friends. And then she ended up just acting like I didn't exist, treating me like a complete stranger at certain times. And that really frustrated me. And it frustrated me because I still held on to this idea of we can repair things. Not even in the sense of getting back together, but just ending, having a good ending. Which goes back to my idea of that happily ever after. You know, as far as that concept of having a soulmate or having the one or and if you're if you're in a situation like mine where you where you broke up and you're like oh my god uh, that was my only chance at love or that was the only person i'll ever love how am i gonna get ever get over this you will (laughs) you you will trust me you will and it's not it's not easy especially if you've been with a person for a long period of time or you had a very deep relationship or connection to that person recognize that not everyone you meet and not everyone that you're with is gonna be in it for the long run they might be a a part of your life longer than other people but it doesn't mean that they're permanently going to be a part of your life I genuinely believe that certain people enter and come and go in our lives to teach us about ourselves more and so we have to instead of clinging on to this idea that we have this soulmate and we have this one person, this perfect person that we are bound to be together with, that we take relationships and love with a grain of salt and say, okay, well, things didn't work out, but ultimately, you know, there were certain flaws within the other person that led to us falling apart. There were certain flaws within myself that led to things falling apart. And then working on those flaws, genuinely working on those flaws and working on improving your life if you ever if you plan on having any type of healthy relationship and just being happy in general you have to take control of your life you have to understand what you want to do in life and you have to work and why you want to do those things and what makes you happy and then work consistently towards achieving those goals in that life that you want on a daily basis Whatever you want out of life is not going to happen overnight because it doesn't happen for anybody overnight. It doesn't. We all have to put in some level of dedication and effort to accomplish those things. My point is, you have to be happy and love yourself before you can even think about loving another person. That was my situation. For me, the reason why I, I, clinged on to my relationship as long as I did even after the breakup is because I invested my self-worth and my value and my happiness into the relationship into her validation of me and so when she left I felt like that validation that value that part of me was also gone as well when that truly wasn't the case you have to love yourself enough and you have to deliberately make a commitment to improve your life and work on your emotional, your internal, and external flaws as a human being in order to truly be happy and, and, and maintain a happy and healthy relationship. Because you can't have a healthy love with an unhealthy mindset. Going back to my overall point about this fairy tale romance, if you get with someone and things don't work out, I want you to understand that it's okay, I really believe that we should normalize the idea that it's alright if things don't work out. Even if we desperately felt like we wanted to or they needed to work out with a certain person, that that doesn't always happen. And so instead of mourning the good days that you had with a certain person or a certain relationship with a person, instead of mourning and dwelling on them, take the important lessons and pieces of information that that you gained out of it so like for me like i said like you know breakup really sucked for me but i ultimately learned that there was a lot within my life that i needed to work on which was my self-happiness and self-worth and confidence because once you once you're happy and you have a better sense of who you are who you want to be that is the most attractive version of you the most attractive version of you isn't you sleeping around with a bunch of people it's not you with uh uh, an incredible amount of wealth or a new car materialistic things or even even, uh, materialistic things and other people and just constantly hooking up aren't going to make you happy you have to address the problems within yourself and within your life uh, so that you can get that happiness and once you get that happiness then you'll start attracting not just just that you'll be attracting other people and new opportunities for new relationships but you'll start attracting the kind of people that you want Or the kind of people that you need in your life. The other thing you have to look at with breakups and relationships is that if you do split apart and obviously just like me and everyone else in the rest of the world, you you miss them. It happens. You have to lay everything out on the table and you have to to ask yourself, what did I provide and put into the relationship and what did they provide and put into the relationship? Because you know a lot of people say well like he or she was my best friend, and they were this, they were that, they did this for me, and it was you know you have to look at your partner or your ex-partner and you have to ask, are they providing anything outside of the physical aspects of the relationship? Because that's what I recognized about myself is that as I evaluated my relationship, everything that I missed about my ex was all the physical aspects, the sex, the companionship. Um Know, just knowing and uh, knowing the fact that i was that i had someone to go to it's like okay so those are the physical aspects at least those are the physical aspects in my opinion once you take the sex out of the way once you take the little makeout sessions and the holding hands and all that sweet shit once you set that stuff aside you have to really really look and say what did this person provide me and when i when i thought about it there was nothing beyond the physical aspects of the relationship that my ex-girlfriend provided for me. Yeah, at the start of the relationship, it seemed as if there was a lot of love and a lot of support, but that's, that is why they call it the honeymoon phase. When you get with a person, no one, everyone puts their best foot forward at the start of the relationship because they don't want to show you their flaws. They don't want to show you their demons. They don't want to show you their shortcomings or why they're imperfect, which, I hate to break it to you y'all we all are we all have imperfections and flaws and because of society we have this idea that we, that we can't show can't show them to anybody and and you know that mentality gets emboldened once you once you start once you start dealing with a person that you're attracted to and so as I said you get with some, when anybody gets someone though in the first couple months or even the first year they're putting their best foot forward and so you really have to think to yourself, once that whole lovey-dovey kind of fantasy love dies down and you start truly seeing the person for who they are, ask, what are they providing? And if it's if it's nothing beyond the physical aspects, and I'm I'm talking about like physical aspects, cash, sex, making out, all that shit is just physical. Are they genuinely emotionally healthy is this person emotionally healthy for you? Do they actually support you? and try to understand what's going on through your head through your brightest and darkest moments. Are they healthy to be around? Are you able to have a conversation with this person without without it seeming one-sided or always turning into a fight? Is this someone that you can truly trust and come to even if you feel or know that they're going to be upset about it? Those are the important things. Are they going to support you? when you have nothing or you feel like nothing. Those are the important things that that need to be provided in a relationship. And if you're looking at that person that you're with or you were with, and you can't say that they provided that, then you don't miss that person. You just miss the physical aspects of that person, which again can be provided by literally any of the several billion people on this planet. You really have to sit down and understand, you know, what you are bringing to the table and what that person is or was bringing to the table and if a majority because you know there might be some emotional aspects that they provided but if for the majority if the majority of the things that you miss about the person are only from the physical realm and you start asking yourself, well, they weren't really healthy for me emotionally, or they didn't do anything, they didn't really provide anything outside of the relationship Uh, beyond that, then it probably wasn't a healthy relationship to begin with. It may not seem like it at the moment, but it's good that you got out of it. So I I know we discussed, or I discussed a lot in this podcast, but I really felt that there was a lot of important things about love and relationships that needed to be addressed, especially. Considering it's Valentine's Day, everybody's, you know, feeling, feeling in the mood and in that in that spirit, what makes a relationship healthy and how to maintain a healthy relationship, and also giving up that, that fantasy idea of the soul of a soulmate. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, but one of my favorite motivational speakers, Stephen Bartlett, he said that when it comes to relationships, you aren't instantly soulmates; you become soulmates. And when you meet a person you know you might get that feeling because you're so sprung you might get that feeling of oh this is the one this is it this is this is the perfect person and again that's the emotions talking you aren't instantly soulmates you become soulmates and you become soulmates through the experiences and the challenges that you face together and how how you respond to them and we have to start not perpetuating a fantasy style of love not perpetuating this happily ever after situation with our love lives we have to start perpetuating the idea of creating and maintaining healthy relationships. And by consistently making an effort to keep healthy relationships, you will eventually find the right person for you or the person that fits you best, who ultimately, you know, you may may end up marrying and living well with together. So that is all for today, I hope you all have a blessed valentine's day single or taken because we all deserve a little love and you know if you like this podcast please leave a like drop a comment subscribe throw the notifications on and i will see you guys in the next episode take care